the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show, Leave in the Yard, with Zach and the Professor on 107.9 The Fan. Welcome, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Monday, Seems Tuesday. Like forever. Tuesday. It's a Tuesday today. Ever since what, last Wednesday? Wednesday, our last show? Yes. Thursday, we were on the road down in Tyler. Yes. Friday, we had no presentation, as we don't do that anymore. True. And then uh, Saturday, we were together for baseball. But Tyler. Not this presentation. True. And so uh, we've had no gathering here on the air live True. since last Wednesday. Now, I, I continue to work because that's what I do. Thursday morning, Friday morning, I put forth an effort. This morning? No, no, it's, it's power hour. On Yesterday Tuesday. morning? No, it was holiday. So you worked a couple of days last week. I, I worked. This is your first venture into the studio since last Friday. Friday. So, uh, by the way, this is my first full day of retirement, and I've, I've enjoyed the heck out of it. It's been a great day. How would you rate this day as opposed to any other summer day? Well, I got the convertible running today. It's a I, summer day thing. I uh, went up and got it inspected. It passed the inspection once again. The 2008 Sebring is good to go for another year. Legal on the, on the Texas roadways. Well, legal on the Texas roadways. Very nice. So that's a good deal. I had bought a computer back in December when they run them on sale. Those Christmas, I guess maybe even the Black Friday special. Yeah, oh yeah, that's when you get them. But I hadn't I hadn't got it out of the package yet. But I got it out today and got it running and it's doing you well. You wait six months to break out the new computer? Well, I didn't need it. I had a computer at the schoolhouse. Ah, this is necessity. Yeah. So you were actually anticipating today, six no, months ago. It was a really good deal. I thought the child bride was going to use it, but she. Did not want any part of it, so now I it's mine. I don't blame her. Now it's mine, and so uh, I'll be using it uh, in my new endeavor, and so uh, uh, that was fun. Laptop, desktop. Uh, it's a Chromebook. It's just a Chromebook. Chromebook? What's well, uh, not a computer, then. Well, it's a Chromebook. It, you can write on it, and you can send messages can on it. Can you print on it? I guess I could hook it up to a printer. No, it does not have that kind of uh, Since when? Chromebooks don't have those ports. No, I mean a wireless. You print. can do a wireless, possibly, yeah. but I usually I don't think they'll let you print. Why not? It's a Chromebook. It's cheap. That's why they why they're cheap. I can't believe it won't let me print. Well, I don't plan on printing anything anyway. Well, then there you go. You want to check on it? Send everything over to Jason Hopkins. Let him print. He'll print it. He can do he's anything a, he wants with it. He's got a deal up in uh, Little Rock to yeah, print. Prints the whole thing. Big. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on good paper. Yeah. Big, a whole so, bunch of it. That's really all I plan on doing with it. Like 10,000 times. Yeah. I mean, I'm not writing a book or anything. Why so. not? This is your chance. You're retired now. Isn't that what retired people do? They write books. I don't think so. A lot of Maybe a cookbook. How about that? I'm pretty bland and limited in what I cook. The child bride likes to have me around because uh, she considers me her, her sous chef. 
I chop a lot. I, I'm a big chopper. Really? And so, uh, but she she would allow me to chop things like Sunday she got in a bind and I had to make the macaroni and cheese. You had to chop the macaroni? No, I had to make the macaroni and cheese. And so You're making it from scratch? I, I boiled some noodles. Oh. And put some Velveeta and some half and half in there. Wow. What do you want? It's really quite the stretch. Well, that's how I you figured you were it. making them from scratch as Mr. Sue well, Chef. Making, macaroni, making the noodles. No, I'm not making noodles. Are you familiar with how cheap and easy noodles, prefab noodles are? Oh, but they're not as tasty. Who makes their own pasta? There are a lot of people. You know, those mixers now have the, the, the pasta. We mean extension. mixers like DJs? No, no, the mixer. The mixing machine. Oh, well, yeah, they've always had that. Nobody they've uses that it. That attachment for the pasta maker. Nobody does People, that. apparently they sell them. I don't I know anyone make them. who makes their own pasta. So everybody in your family, now you're from... Gordon Ramsay makes his own pasta. Okay, not. Always. Not. What's her name? Family? What's her name? The little Italian chick. Rachel Ray? No, she's not Italian. Either way, Gianna, Gianna. I don't know, but anyway, unless you're Gordito. a professional chef, no one makes their own pasta. I think that's, you know, I think that's incorrect. I think there are a lot of people. Who do you know that makes? Their I own don't pasta. know people, but I'm sure people make their own pasta. Well, I don't. I think there are a pasta. lot of people out there that are believers that their own pasta is better. Well, it may be. But I'm pretty satisfied with store bought. I got pre-diabetes from store bought. I sure don't need to be. It's not very good. It's just not tasty. What? Although I, I'll be honest with you, that's what for you years had. about the cheap pasta, the dollar a box pasta. Yes, I've actually upgraded to like the the buck and a half, buck eighty a box pasta. It seems to taste better. All right. I don't know why, but it seems like it does. By the way, Miss um, Plant and, and Miss Moore watching. I, I'm assuming they didn't tune in to hear us talk about pasta. I'll bet you one, if not both, of them make their own pasta. That's that's the thing. I, I need either one of them, Miss Plan or Miss Moore. Yes or it's just simple. Yes or no. Yes, you can just text it right I'm onto the old sure thing. Onto the they Facebook. Didn't tune in to discuss. No, but they making one's own just pasta. Yes or no. Here you're getting a response right now. Not a chance. Damn. <laughs> Who was that? Morris's. Shoot, Amy Moore. Not a chance. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I forget. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't tune in to hear us talk pasta. Faith in women. They want to hear us discuss uh, the status of the leopards on Saturday. I'm sure that's what they tuned in for. No question. They didn't hear us tune in to hear us babble on about my chopping of uh, things to prepare for the child bride or the preparation of mac and cheese. Yeah. Well, let's start with this. Leopards are back in action Friday. Alone, single game. We have Zach Fowler on tomorrow. He may come in studio. I don't know what time they're practicing, wow. but I'll they bet it's not now. They want to. That's what I'm saying. I'll bet it's not now. I bet they it's in the morning. They practice in the morning. They can't play in the morning, but they can practice in the morning. Yeah, uh, that's a conversation you can have with him tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to ask him. He uh, he bamboozled the Bobcats. That's a headline for you right there as you're typing your story. Power Bamboozles Bobcats. Yes. Well, he won the little, uh, what we call a flip, I think it's actually. I think they're probably flipping. They were, they were sitting there face so to face. they flipped a coin. I'm sure they well, did. Well, it'll be interesting to hear Fowler's 
retelling of the tale. He, he got a a one-game series. Which was probably the most important thing he was able to acquire. Yeah. You're t- you know, he, he told me the other day, as, as PG and, and Salina were getting ready to play game two of their series, Zach told me, we're going to we're going to get we're going to go for one game no matter what we're going to go for one wins. game yeah they feel like they had a better chance i mean they're talking about number 2 and number team number 6 team in the state leopards are good but they're ranked like 17 or 18 they're the underdog in this series one game gives them a better shot so we won the coin toss on one game versus 3 number 2 now it's a matter of where do you play this game, this one game and apparently he won that coin toss because he got him at a place that I don't think Salinas ever played, North Lamar. And when we were driving home and he sent that to me in one game, North Lamar, and we're looking at each other going, is that turf or is that grass? And so we had I did not make the road trip to North Lamar this year. I haven't been there in a couple of years. And that's on purpose, people. We don't go up there and school, we can avoid and, it. And schools have switched out a lot of their stuff over the yeah. years. So I wasn't sure if indeed North Lamar's playing on grass and turf. So I'm going back. Is that grass or turf? He went grass. <laughs> and my response was, ha ha. The folks from Salina really had no clue, I think. They probably knew the location. I doubt they knew the potential of being a, a grass field. Number three, which I think is maybe the most crazy important, is these are going right into the backyard of the jones clan from north lamar i don't think the term clan is a good term it's not family. with a k it's with a c but there's going to be plenty of uh, jones family relatives hanging off the rafters at north lamar on on friday night that's going to be a hostile crowd well, I think it's going to be pro-LA. It's going to be hostile for the Bobcats. I yes. would think so. These are not going to be Bobcat lovers. Oh, he got, he got three great things going. Both Miss Moore and uh, Miss Plant. Plant both make the, their chicken and dumplings from scratch, which is a huge deal. My lovely wife, who's a fine cook, will not make her uh, dumplings from scratch. She uses biscuits. Uh, my wife makes hers from scratch, yes, too. Yes, that's the real. My mother made them now. That's why you make dumplings. So they scratch. went. So neither one makes their pasta from no, scratch, but no. they went for the, but will impress you with the chicken hey, and dumplings. I'm impressed scratch. by that. If you make your chicken and dumplings from scratch, I'm impressed. I'll be honest with you. But I'll be honest with you. That The question wasn't dumplings. It was noodles, and they both balked on making their own noodles. No, well, they make their own. Their pasta. Chicken and dumplings. Okay. Which is almost like making pasta. Scratch or pudding? Well. Instant, pu- instant jello pudding or from scratch? There's and, your question. And the real question is, do you bake it with a meringue? Oh, yeah. If if you make real banana pudding and you bake it with a meringue, then you're old school. Then you're the My way. My wife does not make it that way. Yeah. She make it with a new, mix. Yeah, she's new school. Yeah. It's she's just, young, though. It's ass box. She's young. That's ass box pudding. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Put some whipped cream on top. Yeah, yeah well, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. That's fine. I'll eat that. I'll, oh, I'll eat it I'll every bet. time. But, you know, the way my mother and her generation yeah, made it well, was. Well, you know, they're a little older. They were. And that's how they made it. They it's baked it. You had to make it that way. on top. Was, was, was Jell-O even around back then? 
fucking pudding. It was warm when you yeah, no, it out. it's a different world. We live in a convenient world. They got women now who are, who are buying pasta in a box. Well, you know, that's the world we live in now. It's a disappointing world. What? It just is. We're not in Sicily. <laughs> and why? Why aren't we in Sicily? Well, I watched the Godfather marathon. Everybody should be Sicilian. Everybody, yeah. When did you watch this? Huh? This, this weekend. It was on again. Oh, man. They only show t- one and two, though. They yeah. won't show three. You and I have talked about I it. I know. It was that good. I watched all the way through one and two, and I didn't actually like which, previews. Which three station was it on? I don't know. I can't remember which one it was on. I was locked on it all day. Why don't you text me? Say, it's on probably Godfather. next weekend, too. Godfather. No, no it's it like again. three or four times a year. They I watched it again, but without three. Well, you don't need three. I need three. It finishes the story. Doesn't finish it for me. I quit watching after two. Whatever. So, I would like all to. All right, we've learned Sicily and yeah, have well, some. We never got back around to the Leopards' wins this weekend, which they played very yes. well. They did play well. I thought I really thought Saturday was the best defensive game I'd seen them play this year. Yeah, I agree. They were pretty they solid. Really, they were. They were real. Okay. Good defensively. All right. So, so here's your here's your preview thing. Well, again, we'll we'll talk to Zach tomorrow. And we'll get a lot more tomorrow. Well, that's my cup I left to hear that. Yeah, I was wondering water. what I like, I didn't trust that. Um, Salina runs. Salina last year didn't run. They brought in a new coach. Not a head coach, but a new assistant coach. The running coach. Was he the track coach? No. No. But uh, they changed from being a team that, I don't know, had one guy with 20 steals last year. They just didn't need to run that much. They had 27. <laughs> Yeah, already, yeah. They had a 27-game winning streak going into the state semifinal where they lost to Sinton. This year, new assistant coach. They've got four or five guys with more than 20 steals, and they're stealing at a success rate of about 95%, which is mind-boggling, well, even at the high school level. They stole 11 off the Hawks last week. In the series against PG, remind me, uh, did uh, Aubrey have a rather quick center fielder? Yeah, very fast center fielder. A track star type center fielder. Yes, state qualified events. Yes, yeah. speedster. What happened when he tried to steal a base on uh, Saturday? Yeah, he got he got thrown out. Yeah, he got gunned down. I know. I'm yeah. just telling you, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Dylan Garten on the catcher. Well, yeah, this it's week. not just more than any other time. Not just. The catcher, it's the pitcher. Pitchers do a good job holding runners tight. Yes. You can stop some of those shenanigans. Yes. yes. And, and we'll talk to Zach about pitching out and things like that. What, is, what does he do other than trying to hold runners close? Don't let him like. on base to begin with. Well, that's and, and, that, and that's a really strong part about leopard pitching. They don't walk very many guys. We're talking about the Jones kids in particular who would be the starters. They don't. They don't walk very many players, so you're not getting free passes. If the defense plays as well as it did Saturday, you're not giving error-free passes. Now it's a matter of Salina's got to earn hits. And they played last last season in the state uh, in the regional semis, and it was 4-1, 4-2. Those were close yes. games. They were not blowouts by any stretch last year. So this is uh, an intriguing matchup. A lot's gone the Leopards' way leading up to Friday. They're just going to have to play about flawless. Yes. Well, they'll want to play their best game of the year at the right time of year. That's yes. how that goes. Especially yes. when you say we're going to play a one-game playoff. I haven't been down to Austin but, in a while. But from here on out, it's all one game anyway. That's right. 
If you hadn't looked, the uh, state semifinals Wednesday, either 1 or 4 p.m., depending on where you end up falling. And then uh, the state championship game is next Thursday at 6.30. Be cool. We've done a few of those. We have. Done a few of both of those. I was down there uh, for L.A.'s state final in 06. Got to go to that. You were. So that's all sitting for the taking. You can just knock out number two in the state. Oh, you good. And hey, if you want a little uh, why not, number one Sinton lost a game this past weekend. Yeah, had that been a one-game playoff? They'd have been out. So, yeah. They were unbeaten going into that, yeah. that, that game. All right, so it's about 17 after five. Let's take a break. You listen to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. We're coming right back in just a couple. Back 20 and a half after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan, 1079. Some superlatives coming out of uh, uh, 15-5A today. Yes, and uh, we congratulate many young men from Texas High. Uh, our uh, buddy's uh, son was at the top of that list. Uh, Tanner Ross. Tanner Ross, yeah. all-district pitcher. That's pretty dang impressive. And, it really uh, is. You look at their other pitcher. Uh, who was also was the sophomore worth, of the year? Yeah. yeah, worth. McMillan was sophomore of the year, so both starting pitchers get recognized, and both are back next year. Yes, so that bodes well for them. You bet. Uh, the Pilgrim kid, first team, all district uh, yep. infield basically. Up, Yow, uh, I'm sure Yow yeah. was in there. Uh, first baseman uh, Rayleigh, Rayleigh. What's that kid's name? Rayleigh. No, no Rayleigh. 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 Yeah. First team all district. Yeah. So yeah, they. They were considering they finished third. That's a lot of first yes. team awards. Yes. Well, they were. I mean, they beat White House. They beat Lawview, who was still in it up to this weekend. Yeah. Boy. So, and if you're wondering why theirs is out and you haven't seen anything from PG or LA yet, you don't release right the results of all district teams until the last district team has been defeated. That's right. Last soldier falls, you get the list. Yes. And so uh, I'm assuming then White House and um, Longview both lost this week. I know Longview had. We were following them. No, they did. They both lost. In fact, uh, White House got swept. So anyway, uh, that meant that all those – it was a really good district this year. I mean, if you look at the results, fortunately for Texas, they drew Lovejoy early. but uh, Well, yes, really good year. However – None of them made it to the regional finals. Yes. Which at the beginning of the season. So who's in the regional finals? Well, um, Frisco Reedy. Yes. And uh, who knocked out White House? I'd have to. Wakeland, was, I think. Yeah. I think it was Wakeland. It's those Burbs teams. Yeah. No, it's I get. Always it. the Burbs. 
for I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying at the beginning of the year it was Hallsville and Whitehouse we thought were going to be the class of the district and they finished first and second, but neither of them could advance to the regional finals. So that part's a little disappointing. You would expect they would have gotten at least one in there. And there was the setup for potentially if Longview could have and Longview had a, a game one win yes. over Reedy, Longview could have won either game on Saturday. Longview versus potentially White House made this a phenomenal year for the district. Well, and this a very is good year. where numbers matter. And, and we talked about this on Kirk and Company the other morning. Whether it's a Lovejoy, the Frisco schools, a snapshot date from what will be two years ago in October. It just those numbers have increased so much in the last two years. All those schools you've mentioned are growing. Yes. You know, uh, I think it was uh, uh, our resident soccer expert, Jordan Angel, who told us that uh, there's 200 more kids in Salina than PG. Well, guess what? PG's bigger than L.A. now. Right. And so there's probably 300 more kids in Salina than L.A. Yes. Which, when you go to talk about depth in your pitching, having 300 extra means there's probably one or two more arms walking around the school. And that's the same thing at the 5A level. Those schools in Longview and Texarkana, probably pretty level numbers from two years ago. You would Not think. Not growing. You would think. The Reedies of the world, the Wakelands of the world continue to grow. Well, but, you know, you say that. And, and Frisco tends to be the one school district that adds a new school every five yes. years to make sure they never go above that, five they weren't. They weren't – they weren't adding them every five years. They were adding them every two years. Well, exactly. But point being, they do what they can to make yes. sure the numbers don't it's go out of control. And so they're staying yeah. at around 2,100 kids. And so there's not really a disparity. Longview's at 2,100 plus. Texas High's between probably 1,800, 1,900. Well, no, Texas has like 1,750 now. I think it went. But there, there's not a huge disparity in the three bodies. Yeah, but that's. 300 more bodies yeah. is more likely for another pitcher but to it, be walking the hallway. But it's a smaller percentage, the bigger you get. It's not like we're talking about the 4A, where the difference between a Salina and a Liberty Allo, if you say 300 kids, where the max Salina may have, what, 800? Liberty Allo may have, what, 500, 600? Cut that in half for boys and girls. Now you're looking at potentially 400 boys, 275-ish guys for LE. That becomes a big difference. It's not such a big difference when you start you going up in size. You got more students. Yeah, you got more likely more arm. Eh, but see, you say that. I don't know. The I mean, bigger you get. Talk about 3A. Which if is, that was the case, Allen would win everything. And Allen doesn't win everything. No, they don't. They're the how many school? years did they dominate high school football because of it? Well, how many years did they? They, they did. They like what? No, no, no. I, five or six. See, that, five or six well, or see, something? That depth, I think, in football, it does matter. I don't know that in baseball, if you're going to add an arm. If that was the case, then Allen would have won every baseball championship, too. They have not. The biggest in 3A and 4A and 5A and 6A don't always win. Well, let's talk about 3A. You expect a 3A high school to have two or three great pitchers or one. In 3A? Yeah. I don't even think they have any great pitchers. If you have one good pitcher, you're probably ahead of the game. Yeah. If you have two good pitchers, yeah. you might can win state. Yeah. Well, so that would be how many more students? So they go up to the next level. We're talking 
three or four hundred more students, boom, you get that second picture. I'm just saying, every 300, you're more likely to find a picture. Have we seen a great picture in 4A this year? No, we're we've about done, to. We've done a lot of, we've done, yeah, we're about to. We're about, we're about to. to. Good pictures at, at yeah. Salina. Yeah. Well, we'll see one of them anyway, possibly two. But but they've got a couple of really good pictures that are thought, D1 headed guys. The picture I've seen this year is the Rose Kid. The freshman at PG? Yeah. yeah. I think that's the best picture I've seen. And, and it's nothing against the Hunter kid because I think he's further advanced in his knowledge of pitching, but just raw talent, I think the Rose Kid. We didn't see the kid from North Lamar no. who was injured, no. who they said was probably the best pitcher in Northeast Texas. Didn't get to see him. So that was a that was a great pitcher supposedly at the four A level. You got one of those, you got a chance to win every time you go out when he gets the ball. But they didn't have a second pitcher, which means any kind of series they're in trouble. I just don't think that I don't think the numbers made that much a difference for five. I think it makes a huge Not difference. For five. I think it makes a huge difference. You give me another one hundred and fifty young men. There's probably one of them, you know, one out of ten's left-handed. Maybe somebody in there can pitch. So you think you got 15 left-handed kids at one of those is going to be a pitcher? Yeah. No way. Yeah. No. If well, it was a no way. All right, I got I got 15 kids growing up in the suburbs of Dallas. 15. All right. All right. What's their ethnic persuasion? Suburbs of Dallas are yeah. they're white kids. All right. What does every White kid dad think their kid ought to play. Baseball and or golf. All right. If they're ended, odds are they're going to do what? A pitch. And play first. Yeah. Pitch and play first. Okay. You give me 15 left-handed kids at a North Dallas suburb, I'll find a pitcher. Oh, for God's sakes. I think they already found them. I don't think the extra 15 kids going to help many. I think they've already got the them. extra 15 left-handed gives me a them. chance to find they've a left-handed pitcher. They've already got those kids. They've got, they've got 1,000 boys already, yeah. which means you've got 100 left-handers already. I think they've already got the 15, I think uh, I've got a 15% better chance to no. find me another starter. A 15% chance is not that big a chance. I think that increases. But you, this is my chances. But, but you go down to Chip in 3A, and now we are talking about a big chance to find one. You give me 15 more no, they, left-handed kids in a North Dallas suburb, I can find one of them. They all already found them. That kid's already been playing, <laughs> playing organized ball since they were eight or nine years old. Yeah. They're in some travel I'm team like you. William's kid. They've already found them. them have already had no. <laughs> We're taking a break. If you got any lefties out there, uh, let us know. We've been looking around for a couple. All right, and not Phil Mickelson. It's 29, make it 30 after uh, 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. All righty, welcome back. 33 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 1079. 
I've never seen someone so bummed about a fantasy baseball player. I know. I hate this. I'm in this league. I'm in no, you're in five or six. No, leagues. no, I'm in three. I'm in three. One of them's gone away. We it it, it did its lifespan. They've replaced it with something else. They haven't gotten started yet. I'm not excited about this second league. I'm in this t- this one league where I'm the Rangers, which I'm 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 building up. I, I made a two game improvement over last year, so I'm starting. But I'm in this this older league. I've been in for a couple seasons now. My guys are starting to get old. I've I've never had a good draft p- position. I've always been pretty good, not good enough to win it all. But I'm in you know a playoff team. I need to have a sucky year to bottom out like the Cubs did in my league, and just rebuild all these superstars. I got n- So it's my turn to pick today. I'm like 20th. And this is the second. I can't get anybody I like. Nobody's nobody's. Li- I mean, I like Wiley Mopania. That's who I'm looking at. Guys like that. Colby Lewis. Colby Lewis is a bulldog. Colby Lewis was fine, but he's not a he's second. A- he's not good enough to be a I'll second. Give me Colby Lewis. I already picked a pitcher in the first go around. I'm trying to replace him. You could, you passed on Colby Lewis. Oh yeah. Wow. If he's around in the third round, I'll take him. Well, you should. But I don't think he's going to be around in the third. Bulldog. I mean, Man, one of the baseball. Uh, I get it. That's not how this league works, though. Well, Bulldog. Cliff Lee is a better pick than Colby Lewis, and, and is, I know how you feel about this Cliff is a Lee. Fantasy league. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exa- Cliff Lee so was there's no, there's no postseason baseball in this league. No, there is. Cliff Lee went like fifth or sixth in this year's draft. Kobe Lewis is going to be – he may not get picked at all. He may go all the way to the end, be a free agent. If you're going to have a postseason, I think I'd want some Kobe Lewis. Well, you got to get to the postseason, and you're not going to get there with Kobe Lewis. That's yeah. the problem. So I'm bummed today. I got I pulled up to the parking lot here. I turned on my phone. I figured I hadn't looked at that thing today, and I was up draft. I'm like, oh crap! I haven't even, I have no idea. I hadn't looked all day today, and so now I ended up picking some spare. I'm going to be disappointed. Well, Rex Murdoch wants to pick uh, 15 WTs and 15 cows. I don't think if you've got. 3,000 kids at your school, you're going to find more no. than one or two of those. No. They're intangible is what sets them apart. It's not whether they're left-handed or right-handed. It's just they're intangibles and their toughness. It's like the second Matrix where all of that one guy was repeated over yeah. and over again. That's we got yeah. 15 of those guys? Well, you and I have seen this now. We've been calling postseason baseball. These guys today, they live with the breaking ball. They live yeah, they with do. the slider, the cut, the whatever. They're all, they've all got movement. Yes, they do. No, we're not seeing anybody throw ninety. Nobody's throwing ninety. We're seeing 90. everybody throw low eighties fastballs and a bunch of movement yeah. on their breaking That's balls. That's right. Off speed, keep guys and off balance. Time and time again, we get to that fifth and sixth inning, about that seventy seventy five pitch mark, and you see those elbows get to hurting. They've yeah. been snapping that ball all afternoon or evening, and that up. And some kids have the mental makeup to pitch through that pain. Some we're going to say it's discomfort. Yes. How about discomfort? Yes. We don't want people thinking, "Hey, those kids are just their arms falling off." Yeah, cause discomfort. It's, it's just like they're on fire. It's <laughs> some people can pitch through that pain. Some can't. Now you think about that. It's and that, here, here's your good point of this, because you know years ago, and and we know that Matt Riddle and, and Teddy Hubbard coached together. Yeah. 
Teddy, we know the old stories when he was at Hooks 20 years ago yeah. and throwing all night long 150 plus pitches. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a limit now of 110. I'll bet you Teddy Hubbard, when he was throwing 150 plus pitches, probably was throwing 80, 85% fastballs. I'll, I would, I'll bet you. That would be a good question to ask Teddy sometime. And, and, and But you're right. Looking at like the Jones guys that we're, we're talking about for LA. Halter, Rose, yeah. kids that we've seen around here, Tanner Ross, those kind of guys. I, I haven't seen Tanner pitch, so I don't know. He may be he, – Tanner's a good I, size I, kid. I he may he, throw – I think he's he throwing may, more fastballs. He I, may be behind the ball, as Cody Ingstrom said the other day, throwing fastballs. I'm betting he's a 50-50 fastball. Yeah. Bro. But if you were going to ask me about the guys that we just mentioned, I would bet you if they got to that 75-pitch limit – or number that they'd probably thrown sixty breaking balls. Well, that's fifty that's on the end. That's what it appears to us right now. Yes. We're seeing a lot of breaking, which balls. is just you're right. It's a ton of stress in our. I'm listening to somebody the other day talking about it, and he was maybe in a conversation you were having, and I was kind of overhearing this where they're talking about you start seeing kids throwing breaking balls at eleven, twelve years old, which back when we were playing, that was just about. And, there and was just were, about no coach. And they were only throwing curves. They, they were only throwing curves. That's right. And there weren't very many of them. Yeah. You weren't going to throw a curve very much. You might throw one you or mixed two. It, in. it was your out pitch. Yes. You might throw it if you, yeah. somebody to a spot where you thought this is. You might have, have a little left hander who had kind of a natural curve delivery right. and all, but most of the time that was not the case. No, it was not. So you're right about the stress on arms and the discomfort in elbows. And then the ability to pitch through that and keep going yeah. anyway. Which, you know, when, when the state originally came out and said, our limit's 110, can't throw more than 110 pitches, I kind of poo-pooed that. I'm not a guy who thinks that we should have, a, you know, Teddy Hubbard repeats where you're throwing 150, 180, 200 pitches, whatever his number was. But with a legend, it'll be 500 at some point in time. But having watched this more intently since the pitch limits come out, I can see now why the state actually made the decision to take away from coaches the ability to let players stay out there longer because the mix of breaking balls is so much higher than it used to be, at least at the level we're watching. At 4A, smaller kids without great fastballs are relying on movement and pitches that have breaking time. And I will say this. These kids today can just flat hit fastballs. They've played so much baseball that the fastball I mean the fastball used to be you move them off the plate then you work them away whatever right but these kids today are up there in body armor yeah so they're leaning out over the plate and fastball's not the out pitch anymore yeah and so they're not as afraid as they used to be they a lot of them have that deal around the face and things and that's what they've grown up playing with and so they don't fear the fastball mm-hmm. like Guys in years past. But they're not, but the guys they're facing aren't throwing 90, 91. They're throwing 83, 84. It's a different animal when it's not coming in at above 90 on you than when the fastball's coming in at mid 80s on you. It just is. But it's just hard to find big guys who can rear back and throw fastballs because it usually takes, you know, big quads, guys that can push off, get that extra velocity. Get that arm whip. Long arm. Yeah. That's why I think Tanner Ross has that kind of arm. Yeah. 
double digit strikeouts an awful yeah. lot. He's he's built that way. He's built like a Michael Walker back in the day. Yeah. He's got that long frame yeah. and long Michael limbs. Just had that change up that I know. But that and that's the who's throwing that anymore? Not a lot. Who's throwing a change up? Yeah. Who's throwing a knuckleball? I mean, nobody's – they're throwing curves and they're throwing sliders. And they're mixing in a fastball here and there. They're not throwing the flat off-speed stuff. You know, Saturday, uh, my buddy Kevin rode with us. Kevin taught me a lot of – he pitched in college, and I, I got to know him years ago. And he and I would go to baseball games and watch baseball games. And he he taught me a lot about the art of pitching. And, you know, he was telling us the other day about getting by – with a low 80s fastball, yeah. but he had a knuckleball. Right. And he said basically that was his his off-speed pitch was a knuckleball. Darn right. And, uh, you know, he got to where he had some relative control. <laughs> you never know exactly. There's no control. Some relative control right. of it. Uh, but uh, that's how he got by. And he was a good high school pitcher, solid uh, college pitcher because of it. We saw one kid this year through a knuckleball. Yeah. One kid. Yeah, I was late in the game. Somebody put him in. Yeah, little yeah. guy. And they they saw him the next time. They threw him like a week. He didn't throw that same knuckleball at all the next time. I think they were just trying it out to see in that game, what can you do with a knuckleball? Hardly anybody throws that thing. Yeah. Hardly anybody goes sidearm. They well, all go over the top. What, what Charlie Huff tells years ago, they show up on his doorstep. Yeah. Some Teach guy, me. it's the last, last grasp effort. That's it. To, Hang around the bigs that they'd show up at his house that after elbow or shoulder surgery yeah. and they couldn't find velocity anymore and they couldn't make it break like so they'd show up at his house and say, "Can you teach me how to throw this?" Nobody does it. Huh? Is there anybody even in the majors throwing a knuckleball now? Because I'm trying to remember. Was Ollie Dickey the last guy? I think so. Who was very effective? You mentioned Huff and Candiotti yeah. and. And Dickey, and yeah. I can't remember if anybody else was even. Wakefield was Wakefield a very effective for a while. almost 20-year yeah. career. I don't think there's but, anybody uh, in there throwing it now. The, the Negro brothers had such great success, but nobody anymore. Nope. Oh, well. But in the majors, they're all throwing upper 90s now. Yeah. It's all power arms now. All right, we're going to take a break. It's 44 after 5 o'clock. Quick break. We'll come back for the last segment here on Leaving the Yard. back about 47 minutes after five o'clock leaving the yard zach and the professor on the fan 1079 apologize apparently uh the wi-fi got wonky here in our studio and uh, we lost our facebook feed no facebook man the rest of this presentation we are only on the radio what sorry it worked out that way yeah um uh, college baseball had their uh 
this weekend, seedings, brackets, all that fun stuff. How about Arkansas? Again, getting to host a regional. One would expect that. As they should. Yeah. Razorbacks are going to uh, have uh, Santa Clara, TCU, and Arizona into Fayetteville to try to survive and move on. TCU uh, wins the Big 12 Conference Tournament. They seem to be peaking at the right time, so that's not going to be a walkover for the number three seeded no. overall Razorbacks. No, this is... Uh, Wheezy says Woo Pig, by the way. Woo Pig? Woo Pig. I just did that for him. So yeah, you but that. uh, no, that's, uh, that's going to be formidable for... Uh, Arkansas to deal with TCU. It's a good test. Well, you good. say that Arizona may come out of there. I Arizona's don't know. also a uh, traditional power. This is not, you know, forty-one and sixteen is a real good year, but and they're no what number three in the country. Yeah, well, they've had injuries and they're getting healthy, and that's yeah. why they've popped back up to the third seed overall. I Did think. not win the SEC tournament, but, no, but not that didn't, you have they to. They didn't put the effort to no. do so forward. It's not a banner anybody really cares about. No, I don't nobody think anymore. cares anymore. But Kentucky gets a hosting opportunity. And this is a weird story. Have you seen this? Yeah, there's no no at the end. You uh, got country music in uh, Lexington. The Railbird, is that what it is, I think? The the, the name of the festival. Yeah. And so uh, there's no rooms to be had for those who wish to come into town for baseball this weekend. Now, now the folks in Kentucky are going to have Ball State, West Virginia, and Indiana in. Which, how close is Indiana and Ball State? That's just um, up the road. Yeah, that's not, that's not far. They, they can, can drive to that. They can commute every day. Yeah. yeah. Folks from uh, West Virginia, they're going to show up for baseball anyway? Folks from West Virginia are so excited about their new pipeline, they don't care. <laughs> I don't think this really is going to hurt the folks in Lexington that much. Yeah. I think they're going to breeze through this uh, this ser- this tournament. It's part of the so. tournament. Yeah, yeah. All state might have something for them. Nah, I don't be know. Baseball state this week. Really, <laughs> really. <laughs> Texas has to go to Miami. Yeah, poor Texas. Coral Gables. <laughs> they get. Uh, if we lose, we just have to go to the beach. If we win, they make us leave. Maine. I didn't even know Maine played baseball. Oh, they do. They're bears, aren't they? They are bears. You don't like bears. I don't like bears. That's why you discount Maine. I, no, I didn't know they played baseball. Maine and Louisiana, yes. which by unfortunately, uh, by the way. Uh, All Reds too. Yeah, the softball Cajuns got uh, sent around by the Huskies. U-Dub. And got knocked out of the uh, college U-Dub. softball World Series. Yeah, it's seemed like a long It is a long one. Long trip. Better go to Miami. <laughs> well, if you're Louisiana, yeah. Yeah. Maine, who's who's traveling further, Maine or Texas, to get to Miami? Maine's not going to Miami. I thought they were yeah. going. Oh, they are. Yeah, it's Maine, Texas, Louisiana, I would and Miami. Maine, probably Maine might be going yeah. further. Yeah. Either way, it's nobody's complaining. You get sent to Miami. I promise you. No, I'm intrigued by Tennessee. They're a two seed going to Clemson. That probably will be a really good. Good test for both teams. Yes. Yeah. Tennessee, who last year was very – they were the most hated team in the country. This year, I don't think they made much noise because they really didn't have a Laid reason low. To. Yeah. Yeah, they're not that great this year. 38 and, 38 and 19. Yeah. See where Florida State didn't make it? I did see that. First time in, what, 40-something yes. years that they didn't make the, the regionals? Got to play better. 
A&M made it. They had a good SEC tournament. Yeah. He really went through a, the Hogs in the tournament. Yes, that's right. The end of the tournament. Yeah. I think uh, it's the start of it. I'm trying to think, where's A&M? It's in College Station. You know, where are they playing in the Not tournament? Briggle Lake. You know, for God's sake. <laughs> Commerce. Whatever. <laughs> I stopped talking to you now. can't remember what region they're Corpus in. Corpus Christi. <laughs> uh, Stanford. They got jobbed in this selection. What? Well, let's see. Stanford, San Jose State, Cal State Fullerton, and A&M, Texas A&M. What? You get to go to Palo Alto. Nobody else driving. They're all right there. I think that's very nice, comfortable weather out there. I'm sure it's nice, comfortable weather. Your fans probably aren't going there. I'm worried about your fans are getting out of the regional and maybe getting to host a Super Regional. I'd like to get out of the Regional, and I'd like my fans to be there backing me to get me but there. But let me just say this. A, A&M fans have deep enough pockets. They can go to Palo Alto, and they've never been there before. So uh, I am just think it'll be fine. And uh, I think they'll have a nice little core group to fly out there on their jets. And so I'm not worried about that. I'm more worried about is it a region I can come out of and next weekend – Hosted yeah. Super. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this region is – nobody in this region stands out. Yeah, All that's right, what so I'm saying. That's the, a good draw. The Ags are 36 and 25. Yeah. Eh. Fullerton's 31 and 22. Eh. San Jose State, 31 and 25. Eh. Stanford, 38 and 16. And, and there's a and bunch of – Like Arkansas. There's a bunch of good baseball in California, so don't – Sure. And them too much. No, but I'm but, saying that nobody's showing up as a dominant yes, team. No, it's a very winnable region, and if A&M wins it, they draw so well that it wouldn't shock me that they get tapped to host a super regional. Yeah, which is more important. We got to get out of the regional first. Yes, but that's that's a winnable region. It is a winnable region, which is it's a lot of travel. More important to me. Okay, and you get to go to Northern California, which is very cool. Yeah, it's an SEC. It's a South, obviously strong hosting thing. Yes, SEC. Wake is. Forest, Alabama, Oklahoma State, Vandy, Kentucky, Florida, Arkansas, Miami, Coastal Carolina, South Carolina, Clemson, Virginia, LSU, Auburn, all hosting. Yeah. Indiana State, Stanford. I didn't understand the sycamores. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is Southerners. Yeah. Which makes sense. Better baseball. But I'm surprised more out West are not. Typically, you see the Arizonas are pretty good. They're only okay. See, I think the NCAA takes a lot of things. They go, eh, you got these three California schools that put them together. You got deep-pocketed A&M. They can travel anywhere, anytime. See, I think they just think about all that when they set that up. So they're not supposed to. Indiana State doesn't even have the money to go on the road. Come on. Yes, come on. Any money to go on the road. That's not true. There's a lot of that Larry Bird money floating down there. That's a weird region. Indiana State, Wright State, Iowa, and North Carolina. It's a weird region. So weird about that. It's just not a good region. They threw a bone to Indiana State. Yes. I wonder if they've ever hosted before. I'm sure they have. Do they even have a complex baseball field? No, they have to play at the municipal park. 
Town, town. <laughs> kind of like Atlanta. French, I, is that what you're telling me? French Lick. Right on the city. French Lick's where they have to go to. Well, that's where yeah. the complex is. Well, yes. <laughs> it's at Larry's house. That's he right. He's a baseball field. Why too. not? If yeah. you build it, they will come. <laughs> Sick of all. That's right. You build it, the College World Series will come. Yeah. That's how it works. Kirk and Company tomorrow. What you got going on? Chop's coming in early. What? I had to do some maneuvering. Uh, Chop's always a good guy. He helps me out. Because um, Thursday morning, uh, Ryan Wall wanted to come on to talk about his camp. Oh. And I he know can't we, make it. <laughs> he can't make it now. So you had him set up for Thursday, and now yeah. he, he bowed out? No, no, no. He got me somebody better to replace him. Really? Connor Wallace going to come in and talk about the camp. He's now got new duties. Where's Wall? Why can't Wall make it? You want to know? Yeah. I'm kind of outing him here. You sure you want yeah, me to Yeah, I want to know. He's got to take the kids to school. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, he's in charge of kids. Transportation. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. That's where you let Olette drive your kids. You come down yeah. here and do your radio thing. Yeah, well, it drives a lane. It? <laughs> but he's retired now. He's like me. So Connor and I will get to Connor's visit. Connor's retired. Yeah. But we, that's one of the reasons I'm glad I'm getting Connor in. He's now going to help Ryan Wall, and he's helping with the camp. Running the camp for him, yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to hear what all Connor's going to be doing next year. You know, Wall's not a big talker. I like Wall. Wall's a big talker in here. He he's does not a big it. talker after a game. Yeah. But he does a lot of coach speak. He's Maybe. good in here, though. Yeah, well, I agree. I, I've enjoyed having him in before, but this time he's going to sing Connor. So... Looking forward it's to it. It's a young man's game. Is that what you're telling it's me? It's a young man's Coming game. Coming in to see Tony Kirk. It's a young yeah. man's game. I'm looking forward to it. You know, uh, I coached against Connor back in the day. Oh, yeah. So, chop tomorrow. Olette on uh, Thursday. Razorback Billy Friday. Yes. There's your menu of guests on Kirk and Company. People have had to go to that the Kevin Carpenter. You know what's happened to my female demographics? Gone. It's gone. Gone. Yeah. We're done. Back tomorrow. We'll do it again. Zach Fowler joining us during the show tomorrow. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and